the uh, Gupta emails and the leaks that we have been reading for a couple of weeks now. Uh, for more on this, we join on the line by investigative journalist at Times Media Group, Stefan Hofstadter, who worked on the Gupta email story. Stefan, thanks for your time this morning. Morning. Thanks for having me. So one of the first questions, of course, relates to the authenticity of these emails. Uh, that has been questioned. And how confident are you that these emails are, in fact, the real deal? Well, you know, the main reason I'm confident, especially when it comes to this story, is that over a year ago, myself and my colleague uh, were, were receiving very, very detailed information from pretty senior sources, sources in the ANC, people who are close to the Zuma family, um, businessmen who either lived in the uh, in Dubai or, or have business dealings or partners in Dubai. And, you know, we started talking to these people um, a, quite a long time ago. And by April last year, we'd formed a very detailed picture of, uh, you know, the Guptas buying properties in Dubai, the Dazani Zuma buying a, a apartment for 18 million rand in the Burj Khalifa. So when the emails were leaked to the Sunday Times and then also leaked to other publications, uh, it it became a confirmation rather than something new to be verified because it it, it was rather that the emails themselves were verifying very, very detailed information coming from many independent sources. And that's what made us feel very confident about it. So you've mentioned that uh, some of these sources are within the ANC. Is it solely contained within that group or are they coming from elsewhere as well? Well, it's also in the, the business community. Uh, there's, there's a lot of business dealings between you know, South Africa and Dubai, South African businessmen um, with, with wide-ranging contacts who have uh, second offices there, and the banking community as well. And uh, you know, people started talking about um, the Gupta family buying big properties there and the uh, president's son being involved in business dealings in the region, not just in Dubai, but also in Saudi Arabia and starting to eye contracts with Iran when, you know, sanctions started being lifted from Iran. So it's a, you know, it's a wide range, but also backed up by, I suppose you could say, disgruntled insiders in the ANC and even people who are close to the family. So, Stefan, uh, the latest offering uh, yesterday's paper, the uh, presidency have come out and rubbish that story. uh, And they say that the president has no knowledge of, uh, nor has he seen any emails in question. And uh, that basically what you are saying is untrue. How do you respond to that assertion by the presidency? Mm, I I find the wording of the presidency's statement very interesting. Um, the presidency says that the president never bought any property in Dubai. Now, the article never said he bought the property. It said the property was bought for him. He said he never asked anyone to buy any property. Um, I don't know how relevant that is, whether he asked anyone or not. Um, but he also that he hasn't seen the emails. Now, if he hasn't seen any of these emails, these are emails that are, that are drafts, that are written um, at, with his name at the bottom for his signature, um, you know, to the to Sheikh Mohammed of Dubai, um, asking for patronage for him to to relocate to Dubai, saying that his son has already bought a property in Dubai, and uh, you know that uh, he's already bought a residence and it's listed as Villa L35 in Emirate Hill. Now, these letters were circulated by Tony Gupta and Ashu Chawa, the CEO of Sahara. If he says he, if it's true that he hasn't seen them, he's basically saying that these letters are, are forgeries or are fraud. And if so, he should lay charges against the people who are circulating these letters, 
which are Tony Gupta and Ashutawa. But is it also not possible that he may not have seen them, uh, given that you yourself say that these are simple draft letters, so they may possibly not have reached him as yet? Yes, I mean, that's, that's entirely possible, and I guess any rational person could look at the facts and make up their own mind whether, whether in fact or not the president has or hasn't seen them. Um, we, we can't say... Uh, with absolute certainty that the president has seen them. All we, can, all we have said in our article is that here are the letters that were drafted for his signature uh, saying that uh, a house has been bought for him and he wanted it as a second home uh, for himself and his family. And speaking of that home, the 330 million uh, property that was purchased by the Guptas. Now, um, some people have also called into question the fact that, you know, this was said to be the home that the Guptas had bought for themselves in uh, Dubai. And now it's said for President Jacob Zuma. How would you allay those? Well, I mean, you know, the, the this. There's clear evidence that the Guptas bought the house. I mean, that's, that's in other emails that were leaked to the Sunday Times show uh, Tony Gupta negotiating with the Lebanese businessman to buy the property and, you know, various other documents showing that Atul Gupta uh, yeah, organized a cleaning service for 30000 rand a month. So there's, there's absolutely no question that the Guptas bought this house. The, the issue about the house being bought for President Zuma, as I said, it initially came from many, many different independent and very highly placed sources um, that the Guptas were buying a house for or had bought a house for the president. And this, as we said, and this is the wording we use, appears to be confirmed in the emails that were leaked to us, which is the draft letter uh, to Sheikh Mohammed, which says, me and my family decided to make Dubai our second home. Uh, my son has already bought a property here and so on and so on for the signature of Jacob Zuma. Now, we don't have a, uh, one of those drafts with the president's signature on himself. And as you said yourself, he, he's saying that he hasn't seen these letters and we can't prove that he has or whether he has or hasn't. But the fact is that these letters are there and they were circulated by uh, the person, Tony Gupta, who negotiated to buy that very property. And just finally, Stefan, um, is this the end of it now? Are we done with the leaks or is there another installment to come? No, I mean, there's, look, the Sunday Times, uh, Business Day, the Financial Mail themselves received thousands and thousands of leaks. Um, there are other media outfits who have also said that they've received tens of thousands, I think. Um, I mean, the last time I looked at a list of them, it was just, you know, they, they went on and on and on. I mean, there's so many leaks. There's hardly enough time for teams of journalists to get, get through a quarter of them. So um, there's plenty more to come. Well, thank you so much, Stefan Hofstadter, investigative journalist at The Times.